Welcome and welcome back to Leaders in Conversation with me, Annie Townend, the podcast that helps you to grow your confidence and courage as a leader. I created this series of candid conversations for leaders to share their inspirational leadership stories, weaving together the threads of their life. Together we delve into what they really care about, their values and beliefs, their passion and purpose, and how they live these through their leadership every day in all that they do. They offer valuable insights and rich experience to help and inspire you on your own unique leadership journey. If you're not already subscribed, please do review and share the podcast. Thank you. In this episode, I'm delighted to be in conversation with Candice Gerlach, founder of the Conscious Marketing Group. Together, we delve into how collaborating with people who think differently and getting to know them is key to business and brand success, why inspiring people along their journey through creating a set of guiding principles and then letting them find their own way matters now more than ever, and finally, how being curious makes us better marketers and better humans. Welcome, Candice. Hi, Annie. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm really excited about being in conversation with you, Candice. And yeah excited to explore some of the things that I know we're going to talk about. I would like to start by asking you about you, about who you are by way of your values and beliefs, your passion and purpose. In particular, who are the people and the places that have shaped you and made you the leader you are today? Um, you know, I do look back at my sort of upbringing very fondly I, I, was, I was very lucky I had two loving parents two big brothers who were a nightmare at times but ultimately you know loved me very much and protected me um and I think that actually now I'm a parent I I realize how beneficial that was and how lucky I was to have that solid upbringing and be surrounded by positive energy and love because um as a mum of two little people I just I can see how that shapes who you are as a person um so yeah I I look back fondly at my upbringing and um I wasn't great at school I mean I enjoyed it for the friendships and I enjoyed it for the experiences but I wouldn't say I was academic and you know people were okay with that I'm sure my mum and dad would have liked me to get some A's um, but I just wasn't that person um but I was much more interested in being around people I'm the sort of person that needs other people's energy I'm, I'm not particularly great at being by myself um although recently I did take a day to do that and it felt amazing um I think when you've got kids you kind of need that space more than ever but at school particularly I just needed to be around friends and I was very sporty I was putting my mind to something and absolutely loving it I don't think anyone really cared that much about the fact that I wasn't getting A's and A stars um the reason that I mentioned sport, I do think it has shaped me as a person. I, I absolutely love team sport. Um, I love the competitiveness. I loved being captain of my netball team. Both my parents played sport, so I suppose I always saw them being active. And I just love the encouragement that team sports gives you. Um, it makes you tenacious. You know, you learn to support other people. This whole process of thinking back to you know, my upbringing and what's influenced me and the values that I hold and how that feeds into what you do 
in later life I, I i genuinely think that the conscious marketing group is is really the essence of, of of what i've built is all linked to my values and and my experiences growing up um and as i say i was surrounded by positivity and i i do just think that i'm a positive person and the energy that that i try to sort of give out is also positive and that's why inspiring other people is a huge value of mine and sort of links back to my purpose um and i grew up in a sociable household my mum and dad always had friends over for, for lunch dinners and that's kind of what we're like now as parents to to our little ones even though they sort of roll their eyes when the doorbell rings for the 10th time um but you know being around people is important to us um but you know i got through school i went to university which also was a huge life experience and i did come out with a degree which is amazing the experiences that i had through uni were were incredible and um and i went traveling after that and and i really do think that that opened my eyes to different cultures different people different experiences it changed me as a person and that's kind of why i feel um you know like quite a well-rounded human if you like and I, and I do remember coming back from traveling and my mum was like oh my gosh you know you have you've changed for the better I don't think I was an easy child growing up I think I was quite headstrong and probably gave my mum and dad a difficult time um but certainly when I came back from traveling Australia New Zealand Cambodia Vietnam Thailand Bali I I just seemed to the blinkers were off my mm. eyes were open and I just felt I felt ready to go um, and, and, and face the world. And I suppose the other part of my upbringing that, that has really kind of shaped me and really influenced the, the, the decisions that I've made through my career and setting up my business, the Conscious Marketing Group, is my dad ran an ad agency um, mm-hmm. in Jersey in the 80s. It was small, but it was successful. And, I mean, when I talk to him about the agency and the business he he talks a lot about long boozy lunches so you know the heyday of the 80s when actually um building client relationships was more important than anything i'm not sure he ever actually measured his ad campaigns but there you go um (laughs) you know it was inspiring and it was creative and it was definitely something i looked up to him and it it definitely encouraged me or inspired me to move into the creative industry um and then fast forward a decade or two and um I spent you know I spent a a lot of my career in various brand and marketing roles but I think meeting my husband Mm -hmm. he made me wait 10 years before he proposed so yeah I've been with him for a long time and um you know, we're married for 10 years and been together for t- 10 years prior to that. He's my biggest cheerleader. And, you know, I feel very lucky to have found somebody who's extremely supportive and continues to give me the encouragement and the love and support that I, I, I need to push forward into running my own business and managing two little people who don't like sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've slept for about six years. Uh, my eye twitches on a regular basis. Um, but... I wouldn't have it any other way. And yeah, so I guess that's a a snapshot, a, a, a whistle-stop tour of where I've come from, from you know, through, through my journey in life, I suppose, and what sort of shaped the person I am today. It's really lovely to hear, Candice, because I certainly hadn't appreciated <laughs> just how much 
that solid upbringing, the encouragement, the word encouragement you've used severally to describe your parents, your husband, you know, the encouragement of others and how important that's been to you and how your positivity uh, was was nourished and nurtured in your childhood by your parents and by the social life, the people and and how you've continued to live that kind of life with your own husband with your own team there's a real sense of team you love team sport your family of origin very much a team very sporty very active and now the family that you've created with your husband and obviously the wider family equally social very people oriented I'm very struck by the impact of traveling on you and how you were changed by that and your experience of being changed by that, that journeying in and across parts of the world. I, I, it wasn't something that I always wanted to do necessarily. I didn't think throughout school and into university, I absolutely need to go traveling. Um, I, we talk about being curious. It, I guess it's just, it's part of my DNA. And I, I got to a place where I just thought, you know, if I'm honest, I was ready to leave school like three years before I actually left. And maybe that's why I wasn't really putting my mind to to work as much as I should. I, I was much more interested in going to TGI Fridays with my friends or causing <laughs> havoc somewhere else. Um, so I was ready to, to move into the world and create my own path and do my own thing. I'm sure when my kids get to, to that age, I'll be encouraging them to, to work hard at school. But, you know, it just, it just was who I, who I am. And I, I guess I, I met people along the way, university especially, that, that just had it in them that they wanted to go travelling. And um, I didn't actually go travelling with people that I knew. Um, I ended up going travelling with a couple of guys that I met at university and, um, and then met another girl who's now my best friend whilst we were traveling (laughs) and the boys went home and I continued on my journey with her I I just absolutely loved it and I I really do encourage young people um you know I had to work two jobs it didn't come easily I mean I had to go back to Jersey work I was working day and night I was working in my dad's ad agency during the day and then I was a waitress at night um to to, to raise the money you know I was living at home so obviously there was no overheads as such but I had to work hard to make it happen um and I think that it is it is life-changing it just opens your mind I, you know I, I, I was born in Jersey which is a small um, island in the Channel Islands just by France um I've lived in London for as long as I can remember now which is very diverse and multitude of cultures and I love that and I'm really happy for my children that they're growing up in this kind of environment but I suppose not everybody is um, exposed to different ways of thinking, as I say, different cultures, different um, religions. And and that's what traveling exposed me to. And I, and that's why I feel like I came back as a much, you know, it's kind of the nearest and dearest to you that will say, wow, you, mm. you really do seem like a, just a, a nicer human. Um, I think I just was a bit, I felt a bit trapped at school and it just, it was good for me. It, it probably isn't you know, the right thing for everybody. But I do think it opens your eyes to so much. Um, And as a result, you just, you know, you're just more accepting, um, more understanding of um, the way that people live their lives. 
I love hearing that and I'm curious myself about how has curiosity and being curious served you in your marketing leadership and how does curiosity make us better leaders and better all-round humans? <laughs> I mean, I, as I say, I've always been curious, um, annoyingly so in some ways. I remember I, I spent a lot of my career at Direct Line Group moving around different roles and working with different brands um, within the group, uh, working with different team members. And I was always that person in the meeting with my hand up, asking the questions, you know. Well, I can really picture <laughs> you being that person with your hand up, you know, asking why, wanting to know more, how that has propelled you in your life and how yeah. important curiosity is to us as leaders. It's one of the things that I often talk with leaders and all the research that I've read about what makes a great leader as opposed to a good leader is their passionate curiosity, particularly in people, not just curiosity yeah. in anything, but a passionate curiosity in people. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess the curiosity in people and places sort of, you know, again, sort of came from my, my experience traveling. Um, and then now in business, I feel like the, the questions that I'm asking for me will, will, will always um, ultimately get us to a better outcome. So, you know, what if we question the data, you know, we're presented from a marketing perspective and in business we're presented with data all the time, but what is actually telling us, okay, well, if you, if you delve into that a little bit deeper, it might give us a slightly different answer. And I'm glad I did because it could have sent off, set us off on the wrong path. Um, and, you know, if we challenge what we think we know in marketing about the people we're trying to reach with our marketing communications, it ultimately gives us a, a richer insight into these people. And especially now I'm working with businesses who will say that, yeah, we know who our target market is, um, but actually do they? And it's a really, it's a fine line as a consultant, as a, as a marketing leader, the last thing I want to do is question everything that, the clients telling me or the prospective clients telling me but there's a there's a subtle way to just dig a little bit deeper and make sure that you know are we reading this correctly do we really know as much as we need to know before we launch off into marketing activity that um we, you know when we're not 100 percent sure that we've built solid foundations and that's ultimately what it comes down to in the especially when i'm defining a, a strategy for a, a marketing strategy it's all about building solid foundations before we spend mm -hmm. money, before we spend time, um, because that's where I see marketing get a really bad name for itself when consultants or agencies have sort of come along and said, yep, let's do this, when actually we're not 100% sure on, the, the, as I say, the, the market, the competitors who we're up against, are we the, the, the brand values, like the persona that we're, we're creating, the brand voice the personality type the and how can we possibly reach people with impact and consistently across the customer touch points so really that's curiosity for me boils down to you know making better business decisions and as you exactly say Annie it's about being curious about um working with other people and the differences that they can bring to to to, to, to solving business challenges um 
my kids, especially my five-year-old, he, why, why, why? <laughs> you know, I know you're just saying this to, to, to be an, a little bit annoying here <laughs> because you know why, you just don't want to do it. But invariably, you know, kids are so curious and which is so lovely and it's I'm always encouraging them to to keep asking questions until it's like the the 10th time that he's asked why he has to clean his teeth and then I know he's just you know being stubborn but um as we get older and we're more conscious of what people might think or is it the right question to ask I think society plays a bit of a role unfortunately in sort of diminishing that curiosity over time which is a real shame And, and again sort of harping back to my to my childhood and the confidence that I've had growing up just to be myself and believe in what you stand for and chase your dreams and you know all of this sort of positive energy and and the value surrounding that has just given me the confidence to ask the question because invariably you're asking the question that everyone else is thinking um uh, but as I say I guess in in the marketing business that I run it's just you you have to be delicate and you have to ask it in the right way um you have to just find the path (laughs) to ask the question and invariably it's, it's received well. I'm sure it is, Candice, because of the way in which you do it. There's an interesting parallel for me with what you described about your childhood having had a, a solid upbringing. And then in marketing, when you're helping people in building that solid foundation from which people can then be more curious and uh, and I think are more open to different ways of thinking and to learning from each other Mm. and particularly where there's difference, learning from people with creative minds and that that is so, so important and a very important aspect of the Conscious Marketing Group. I mean, collaboration is massive for, for us as a business and it's one of my core values. I've spent years through my career um, collaborating with with specialists. I think this is a really useful, um, it's, it's a great value to, to have in business anyway, being collaborative and accepting different viewpoints because I genuinely think that it's healthy. And I've seen with my own eyes businesses that are very blinkered and unwilling to accept different points of view and and that not only potentially leads the business down the wrong path but is quite a stifling culture and culture is a huge element of um, business success whether it's you know attracting the right people attracting talent motivating teams to do the best that they can do um, you know improving morale etc collaborative thinking is really important just generally in business I'm a generalist, but it, it it's really it's really important to be a generalist in my view, especially in the work that I'm doing now, because it allows me to take a helicopter view of a business challenge, be strategic in my thinking, and know enough, but not too much. <laughs> I guess my my role is to, as I say, sort of take that sort of 360 view of a business challenge and then know the right people for the job. So I'll then galvanize the right team and really because I'm early stages in, in my business. But all I've done really is I've spent a lot of time building a network of specialists in different areas that I can collaborate with on different client briefs. So, again, I can take that helicopter view and then know who to bring in to support that client. So we're sort of, you know, 
is agile in in that respect as well. I was, you know, lucky enough to work like this in my old job in my corporate world. I've seen it work with my own eyes and I've lifted and shifted it into the conscious marketing group. And it gives a diverse range of thinking. It supports businesses. You know, we're, we're agile in the way that we support mm. businesses. Um, as I say, it kind of that diversity of thought, we bring energy. Um, I have seen before with traditional agencies and don't get me wrong I've worked with some amazing 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 agencies but after a while sometimes the thinking gets a bit stale or you know there, there isn't that sort of that that diversity of, of um, creative minds and I think that's also what the conscious marketing group can bring to, to a business challenge is just picking the right people for the job ultimately and galvanizing the right team um collab- collaboration is is massive for me and um I just I think it's really important. It's great to hear that. And there's another parallel, I think, between your upbringing and your love of uh, team sport, Candice, and the fact that what I'm hearing you describe is that you bring the different creative minds together. You create the best team from the network that you have evolved and created with the people that you know you're almost putting the best team together to help a client. And so all your experience in team sport and really looking to be the best in that competitive way, Mm. uh, to be agile, to bring different people together in order to help your clients be successful, to bring the different expertise together, get them working together, collaborating together is really inspiring. And I know that that's another of your values, (laughs) Candice, is inspiring people and uh, inspiring them in finding their own way and it would be lovely to hear how do you do this particularly if you know like many of us we have a way we like to do something Mm. how do we inspire people and then let them find their own way how do we encourage them to do that oh it's such a good question because it's not always been easy for me as as somebody who is tenacious and determined um and, you know, it, in fact, in younger life, I've, I've always wanted to do more than I'm ca- capable of. And um, I remember my mum telling me a story when I was about three, I think, and my brother was five. And we were in the pool and my brother was able to swim and dive to the bottom and get his little toy cars from the bottom of the pool and pop up. And, you know, everyone was clapping. And I thought, oh, I need to do this. But I had a, these sort of swimsuits that have they're like floats inside so you cannot get to the bottom of the pool and then whilst my mum wasn't looking one by one I just took the floats out threw them on the side and I just went to the bottom and my mum looked around and thought oh gosh we need to get this girl out of the pool so she dived into the pool to try and get me meanwhile I popped up with five cars in my hand and because I thought if you can do this (laughs) I can do this (laughs) so she thought I was drowning and there I was diving to the bottom with no floats on getting the cars but I guess the reason I mention that is because I think along the way that has that determination and energy Mm. has manifested into I'm passionate I'm energetic I'm a go-getter I've got a can-do attitude and I think that's how it manifests and that's great because I've had career opportunities and I've been put onto big challenging projects and I've loved it. And 
you know, my friends love the energy and I, you know, I I know that it serves me well in most cases, but I, you know, I must say in some, in some cases it doesn't. And, and this is, this sort of goes back to understanding people and diversity of thought and people's perspective on things isn't always the same. And I think to some people it may have come across as slightly controlling, domineering, just always having my sight on the end goal. Um, and I've always been conscious of bringing people on the journey with me rather than bulldozing my way through. But the feedback I've had at times is, are you bringing people on the journey? Are you asking for help? Are you coming to the end goal with a rounded view um, or is it just your view? And um, the more senior I got uh, in my career, the, the better the feedback. What I needed to hear was that it's it's not always landing well the way that I'm going about it. And, um, you know, and now I, I look for feedback. You know, this is, again, for me, what makes me evolve as a person and makes me, I guess, better at the work I do, better at relationship building. Um, so I suppose to your question, it has not always, you know, been easy. Being an inspiring leader, I have always been mm-hmm someone with energy and and I always look to inspire others to be the best that they can be because that's ultimately you know what's worked really well for me but I think I've just had to soften it so surrounding myself mm. with people that can give me candid feedback but I know I've got my back is really important and I've still got relation really good relationships with people from my old in my old, old corporate world who, who who give me that sort of feedback um and now what I try to think about in the work that I do with my marketing business is to slow down bring people on the journey rather than sort of moving forward at hundred miles an hour. Um, and recognize that if you set the vision, if you're very, very clear upfront with defining the, the vision and, and what you're trying to achieve with the group of people, um, and find the right people to help you achieve it. And to an extent, sort of create a set of principles. I think I like to do things in the right way. I'm not necessarily saying that I like to tell people what to do, but I do have a standard, I suppose. And it's really important, I think, to, to let people know what that set of principles is. But ultimately, you know, let people find a pathway to the solution because you're bringing people in to help you problem solve. As long as you're, as I say, defining the, the success criteria people are very very clear on what they need to achieve then I think um you can inspire people on that journey but you can let people f- get to the solution in, in a way that brings that sort of diversity of thought and that's really important and that's what I'm seeing bear fruit in the work that I do with my associate network who are all part of the conscious marketing group but are not employees of the conscious marketing group they're just bought into and empowered by my vision as opposed to sort of working for the business that's brilliant and they find their own way so you inspire you encourage them you bring them together in the way that we've talked about as a team to collaborate work with a client help the client be the best that they can be and the story that your mother likes to tell you (laughs) of you finding your own way to the bottom of the swimming pool I love that that's a great example your determination to find your own way to take the floats out so that you could go down to the the bottom and uh pick up the cars off the bottom of the pool. It's a, it's a great story, Candice. Thank you so much. As we draw our conversation to, to the end, um, 
What are your three top tips for listeners, for leaders looking to collaborate, to inspire in the way that we've talked about and to be more curious in their leadership? Um, I'd say the first one would be not to be too hard on yourself. I think I've really learned over the years that it, it doesn't um, benefit anybody to be too too harsh on yourself. And yes, there's there's an element of critique that I think is really healthy. Um, but I used to really dwell on things and mull it over, and it just used to really impact me. Actually, I I, I guess that's because I care and I want to do do the right thing. Um, but actually, we're all human, <laughs> and isn't life supposed to be fun? <laughs> so um, you know, I think that as we get older, we forget to laugh as much and um you know life should be fun and I think as a leader it's easy to beat yourself up about the things that didn't quite go so so well but actually we're all human and um and I think Mm. that as I say it's good to learn from from stuff but dusting yourself off and learning from it is is the best thing you can do as opposed to dwell on it and and let it impact your mental health and your sort of well-being Fabulous number one. What about <laughs> your number two top tip? I think this sort of harps back to what we've just talked about, and that's around being interested in what other people have to offer. Um, and I used to hate not having all the answers. I used to think it was a weakness, if I'm completely honest. But experience has taught me that you need people with different skills and different perspectives and different experiences to make you a more rounded human. And I think ultimately that makes you a better leader. Um, I think people are more likely to respect you for it and look up to you for it if if they feel heard. And um, bringing a more rounded point of view into important conversation is is worth its weight in gold. So I'd say, yeah, different perspectives and and being interested in in what other people have to offer would be my second one. (laughs) And your third one, Candice? Oh, I, I... this one's about being passionate because I really do feel like energy is infectious and I know that we're all different and I know that we all thrive on different energy um so this isn't I guess one size fits all but for me being a leader running a business and having to inspire people um to come into projects and work to your vision and your um set of principles to to ultimately get the best outcome for for a client and a, a brand is so important and I think that although as I say there are different leadership styles that work for different people passion for the work you're doing really does it's infectious and it it comes through and that's what I'm I'm told is one of my attributes by um people that I you know industry peers clients it tends to be the the thing that that stands out for me so I, I think it's important um in leadership and yeah, I just, I feel as though, especially now as a founder of a, a brand and marketing consultancy, I'm responsible for not only bringing my, my network, my specialists along the, the journey, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm supporting brands who have, who are on a mission. And I think that I need to, and generally I am excited to support them on their journey. And I think it's really important to, 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 for me to do that. So that would be my third, I think, is just just be passionate. And the more passionate you are, the more energy you give off. And that that just is infectious and people really um, warm to that. Thank you for sharing your passion and your excitement and for being so open and honest and so encouraging of us to 
be curious, to collaborate with people who are different to ourselves, to find our passion and not to be too hard on ourselves, to, to be kind. Remember that we're human and to have fun. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks, Annie. I've loved it. So, yeah, thanks for having me on. <laughs> You're really welcome. To find out more about Candice and the Conscious Marketing Group, do follow her on LinkedIn and go to her website, theconsciousmarketinggroup.co.uk. A big thank you also to my support team, Taryn Weeks of Sparks Marketing, for helping me with all the marketing of the podcast, to Coco O'Brien for the wonderful intro and outro music, and for the lovely design and excellent editing and sound production. To contact me, Annie Townend, do email me on annie at annietownend.com. Visit my website, annietownend.com. Subscribe to my newsletter and follow me on LinkedIn. I look forward to connecting with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Candice. Thanks, Annie.